Hello, I'm Alice Arnold and welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre podcast. This week, my guest is Julian Bird. He is the Chief Executive of the Society of London Theatre and he's going to be talking about what we should be seeing in the West End coming up now and just a tiny little sneaky preview of what we might expect for the Olivier Awards. Welcome to the Magic Musicals and Theatre podcast with me, Alice Arnold. In the studio this week, I have Julian Bird, Julian, our regular contributor who knows everything about West End Theatre. So you should, of course. His, <laughs> so you say anyway. In his job. <laughs> um, it is, we know, the Olivier's happen in April and we're kind of really excited about them. We're not going to talk about them hugely in this podcast because the nominations are not out. When are the nominations March out? The 5th, March the 5th. March the but, 5th. Uh, so the cut-off date for shows to be eligible is actually Tuesday coming up, so Tuesday the 19th. The shows have to have their official press night by Tuesday night is the last night. So actually on Tuesday, Only Fools and Horses, the musical opens. That's the final one. I was going to say there's the something door. rang a bell and I thought there's something opening. When does Come From Away open? Come From Way opens on Monday, so tomorrow. Tomorrow, so they've just got in yes. in time. Yep. Yes, I'm and going... uh, tonight, uh, nine to five, the musical has its big opening night at the Savoy Theatre tonight. Uh, so Sunday night, and they're all just Monday is Come in. From Away. Tuesday is Only Fools and Horses, the musical. So they're all they're all getting in just before that magic cutoff date. Yep, mm. and then we announce the nominations on March the fifth. Right, but we will do another podcast with you when we will discuss. All the nominations, nominations absolutely. and um, who we think is going to win. You won't tell us, obviously, but I'll I'll make a guess. We won't know by then. So. <laughs> no, 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 I know you won't know who's going to win, but you won't even guess who's going to win because you're very impartial. Very Julian. impartial. You yeah. are. But, well, we've talked a little bit about some of these new shows that are coming because there is a lot of new stuff coming absolutely. into the West End now which is for the spring, which is absolutely brilliant. Mm. Tell us a bit about Come From Away. I'm, I am going to see it, but uh, I haven't seen it yet. So, tell, so tell Come us From Away is this... Um, absolutely extraordinary show uh, that came out of Canada and out of America, um, actually around 9-11. So sort of, a, I mean, you know, one of the world's worst tragic events, you know, that everyone can kind of visually remember with the, the Twin Towers. Uh, but it's about how all the planes that were in the air got diverted, if you remember, to different places. And lots of them got diverted to this tiny weeny place in Canada called Gander in Newfoundland. And hence the come that. from away. So it's about how all these people from all over the world, descended on this very tiny town. And it's sort of about the relationships between some of the town people and the people who who ended up landing there and staying for several days. And their stories, presumably. And their stories and, and how they all there. intertwine and everything. Um, it's um, it's very, very moving and, and you know, very, very heartwarming. Um, I, I was fortunate enough to see it in, in Broadway and it's still running. It's a huge hit in Broadway and in Toronto, as you might imagine, and it's a huge hit in Canada. Um and um, I, I think it's rather wonderful. So I, I hope British audiences take to it as well. So I'm sure we will. There's another uh, a play uh, that's come over from Broadway, Admissions. Yes, with, it is coming. Yes, is that that's right. going to be in time? No, for, it's not no. in time, unfortunately. No, uh, with Alex Kingston, which, uh, yeah, the Trafalgar Studios. That's not for a few weeks yet. So, yeah, that's a bit later, unfortunately. Oh, yes. Yeah, that... That'll be in next year's awards. So, yeah. Do you think there's an advantage to getting your entry in just before the cut-off point, or do you think it's better to have been running for the whole time? I don't know, it's time? quite interesting. You know, we've had this kind of turnover this this winter of shows, the shows that closed early in January with the new ones opening. 
we haven't quite had this phenomenon actually in London. They have it in New York just before the, the cutoff for the Tony Awards. Um, so here it'll be interesting to see, won't it? You know, with you know three major musicals kind of opening um, just before the cutoff, mm. and and a number of plays. You know, all about Eve. But, um, has just opened and uh, the price with David Suchet has just opened. So, you know, there's been quite a, a large volume of major productions. And I suppose, I mean, it's not a, it's not a public vote. It's a, it's a panel who are voting, isn't it? So, Correct. So we have a public panel and then the, the theatre owners and producers and general managers all join together. So, yes. So right. it's not as if people won't have been able to see it and therefore won't be able to vote Correct. because they're not voting anyway. What it, what it does depend on is that panel and those people remembering performances from maybe a few months ago and then comparing them yes. with these recent everyone who votes remembering that but you know people keep notes through the year and you know you remember the things that stand out I think I, don't I think, think you that's remember, an issue you, know, you remember so. how it makes you feel exactly I think exactly. which is which is a big thing you know we uh, have a, we, you know we have you know over a hundred productions in the main theatre categories open every year in London it's an extraordinary amount kind of shows the kind of huge rich diversity we have in London really mm. Talking about an, another musical that you you just mentioned that's about to open, Nine to Five. Yes. Um, which Dolly Parton presumably will, will her songs. Absolutely, and... yes. And uh, Dolly appears on screen in the show and um, people remember the movie. Um, it was done on, in America. This is a brand new version for the UK that, uh, you know, she's actually part of the producing team on. So um, it's... it's uh, I hear, I haven't seen it, I'm, I'm seeing it tonight, that it's extraordinary fun um, and just real feel-good and a, a great fun night in the theatre. So um, I'm, I can't wait, personally. And all the songs are Dolly Parton songs. They're all Dolly Parton songs, and that's right, yeah. So yeah. next week I'm going to see one that's been, that's been on for a while, but I expect might be, might be up for Olivier's Tina, Tina the musical, Tina, Tina the Turner. Musical, yeah, which has this spellbinding lead performance by the actress playing uh, Tina Turner called Adrienne Warren, who... Um, is sort of fairly well known on Broadway. She's not a big star, and this this is really her breakout role. And actually, the producers have just announced she's going to open the show on Broadway uh, this autumn. So uh, people haven't got long left to see her. I think she finishes in London towards the end of April uh, in the lead, and uh, she's absolutely spellbinding. So mm. we may we may well see her on the Olivier stage on the night. Let's see, depending on on the nomination. Yeah, it's interesting how these sort of shows that that focus on one person's music or one person's career are really popular now, aren't they? Everybody I guess it's, loves the, I guess that. it's the back catalogues and yeah. um I won't give too much away because you haven't seen it yet either. No. But you know, the thing with Tina Turner, we we all perhaps remember the movie and the the you know the stories and articles that have been written about her. You know, she has this extraordinary story. Um some of it really quite tragic. It's not it's not all saccharine and lovely. Um, it, you know, there's some really tragic parts to her life and particularly you might remember the relationship with her ex-husband, you know. Um, and and that's covered, you know, I would say properly in the show. It's not glossed over. Um, and she has a fascinating story. If you remember that, you know, Jersey Boys, which is still on tour, mm-hmm. but was in London for a long time. I think one of the reasons that ran for so long in my mind is not just that kind of amazing back catalogue of songs, but they just had this phenomenal story about how they came together split apart their families the relationships around mm. them and i think some of those you know these iconic musical figures around us do have these stories yeah and i think you're right it needs to have a, a strong story linking it i think Absolutely. if it just becomes a concert for some of us that's that's not but enough you are, you really. are right you know the, the, the building around these particularly i think at the moment these very very strong female characters you know real life characters but you know tina turner in America, they've just had the Donna Summer musical. 
Uh, and there's a musical based on the life and music of Cher out there at the moment in America on Broadway. So there is a there is you're absolutely right. There seems to be a trend around these kind of major female pop stars, mm. and especially when they're still living. I guess they're seeing them and they're influencing them, and they're you know having quite a large part. And, and as you know, Tina was there on the opening night of her own musical, yeah. watching her own life kind of unfold in front of her. I guess the first one of these, you know, female wise, was of. Um, was beautiful, of course. Well, you know, I Carol was going King, to say Carol King. You know, and, um, which, once again, didn't shy away from the the, you know, the difficult moments. It was, um, you know, and ran, had a hugely successful run here in mm. London as well. And talking about uh, other straight plays that are coming up, which new ones are... Well, All About uh, Eve, which is, mm-hmm. um, you know, based on the famous movie, Gillian Anderson, Lily James, and, and an amazing supporting cast um, at the Noel Coward... As I just mentioned, David Suchet and The Price at um, an Arthur Miller play, maybe one of the the less mm. well-known Arthur Miller plays. David Suchet playing this kind of extraordinary aged um, sort of antiques collector stroke valuer. I mean, it's a tour de force performance, quite quite extraordinary. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, we we have a rich vein of of stuff around at the moment, and how how the voters are going to choose who to nominate, let alone who to win, is going to oh, be yeah. uh, is going to be interesting. Just thinking about some of the other areas of the arts that perhaps we don't talk about quite so much, opera, the mm. E&O um, is, is really trying to break new ground this year with, with the cheaper tickets and, the, and, and, and trying to make opera more accessible. Yes, they have. And, and um, you know, there's a new leadership team at the E&O um, and they're really kind of pushing the boundaries a bit, as you said, to try and get more young people in maybe bring people in to experience opera for the first time. And there's these new ticket schemes for, for younger people. Um, but also, you know, programmatically, they've been doing some interesting things, you know, bringing back some of the old repertoire, but also doing some new things. Um, and opening the Coliseum, their, their home up a little bit to some other things. So uh, Man of La Mancha, um, you know, which is a musical, but on the operatic mm. end of musicals, um, with uh, Kelsey Grammer and an opera singer called Danielle Denise, you know, opens uh, at the end of April. Um, so, you know, they're looking at ways to use the ENO chorus, the ENO orchestra, and, and bring a different audience in. It's exciting. And in the world of dance, what have we... Because dance is such a huge thing now. I mean, you only have to watch the television, that, that best dancer show. On, yeah, um, well, on, on Greatest Dancer January. on the BBC. Greatest you know, dance, I mean, the and, and, and um, Strictly, strictly <laughs> yeah, Dancing. Which... I was very fortunate to go to the Strictly Live tour, actually, in, at the O2. Oh, yes, how was that? A couple of weekends ago. I'm, I'm absolutely huge extraordinary. Totally sold out for four performances over the weekend. You and can't believe that, really, can you? How many does the O2 hold? Oh, I, I mean, like, that's... Because it's all, obviously there's a huge dance from the middle. I think it's like fourteen thousand each performance. But it's that's absolutely huge. extraordinary. Yes. Um, and dance sort of has exploded, hasn't it, as as a thing? And you know, Sadler's Wells is is uh, is the home of kind of if you like uh, modern dance, not just modern, but primarily modern dance from all around the world in London. And you know, for those people who who go and watch Strictly and Greatest Dancer. Um, you know, go go and experience something at Sadler's Wells. You know, they have pr- tickets at all prices, and you can you can mm. see what some of the world's best are, um, are all about. I mean, quite extraordinary. And we've got some big things coming up this summer, which will not be uh, eligible for Olivier Awards. It'll be next year's. But there's a big new production of Joseph opening at there the is, Palladium. There is at the Palladium. There? Yes, really exciting for those of us that sort yeah. of grew up with the seminal just <laughs> Joseph I've productions of the past. I know every word. I'm actually so just reading I. Andrew Lloyd Webber's yes, um, autobiography. Have you read it? It's unmasked. It's, yeah, it's extraordinary. Yeah. He, it's just, it reads like he's speaking and yeah. um, he's quite And you'll brutal. remember, you know, we closed the Olivier's last year with a big tribute mm. to Joseph's 50th anniversary. Um, 
but yes, this big new reimagining, new production of Joseph opens in the summer. I think it opens sort of end of end of end of June, beginning of July, um, at the Palladium, where the last major London production was, which obviously had Jason Donovan and Philip Schofield and and Darren Day in kind of uh, across the run. So, do we know who's Joseph? Cast- we 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 do not publicly know who is Joseph oh. yet, or or any other casting, but. You just said there's publicly. A little, there's a little bit of excitement <laughs> to be announced there in due course, I a know. huge so, excitement, I yeah. expect. And, and, you know, let's not forget also Waitress, which also opens major musical from America, um, which misses the Olivier's cutoffs will be in next year. Opens in it, It's in previews at the moment, but opens in March. Um, written by Sarah Barillis, um, you know, quite a famous pop star from the, U, uh, from the US. And, um, I mean, it's a huge hit in America, this show, Waitress. It's been running now, I think it's in its third year on Broadway. Um, based around a waitress in a in a pie shop, basically, um, and uh, Catherine McPhee, who some people will know from all sorts of television programs, is is opening the show here uh, in the lead role. It, it, it's great. I can't say any more than that. I loved it when I saw it. Who else is in it's it? It's Marisha Wallace, who lots of people will know from Dream yeah. Girls, um, and a guy called Jack McBrayer, who you'd know from um, various American kind of comedy programs, is, is also in so it. Americans are coming over here to There's do two it. Two Americans and the rest are all British cast. Just to start it off, and then, mm-hmm. you know, there'll be more British casting to follow. But it's a, it's once again, it's a very you know warm, affirming show. So it sounds like. The West End's in a pretty good state at the moment. Yes, there's lots a, of things I want to see, and that's not always, the, you know, no, you look at the moment, and, I've seen all of that, but actually I look at the listings now and I go, oh gosh, I really need to go and see that before it closes, or that before it closes. And, and how great, you know, doing what I do, which is sort of help look after the entire industry to be able to come in here and talk about so much new uh, that's mm. coming, so many new productions, plays, musicals, dance. The you play know, at the Lyric opera, Hammersmith. wonderful. There's a musical at the, the Lyric yes. Hammersmith at the moment, that's right, Which is, starring Tyrone Huntley. Yes, Leave to Remain. That's Leave, it. Is it called Leave yes, to Remain? It, it is called Leave to Remain. to Remain, and I think it's just about to close. It is, unfortunately. And I it's think I've missed it. And we'll see if, they, if it gets a, a future life. That but was going to be my question, because everyone I know who's seen it said it was absolutely mm. brilliant, and they assumed or hoped that it would yeah. go on somewhere and, you else. Know, as you said, you know, we keep opening extraordinary productions. You know, we've got... A, a production of Sweet Charity to come at the at the Donmar Warehouse and whenever they do a musical it you know it's hard to get a ticket you know yeah. with Anne Marie Duff and it's about Arthur 50 Darville. people that's yeah. the trouble with the Donmar right. yeah. <laughs> but it you know it, it's extraordinary isn't it that this kind of you know creativity is happening all over London theatre it's great well we will look forward to seeing you again soon Julian when we will talk about the nominations because they'll be out then they will and we'll be able to discuss them openly and properly and, and I would say before we even get nominations it's a very open year this year you know we have a huge number of productions you know I'm not saying we all sort of knew what would happen last year but when you have a Hamilton but we did when you have a Hamilton <laughs> in the race the expectation is that Hamilton's going to get a lot of nominations and it's going to clearly be in. This year it's much more open and a huge mm. number of productions have opened. Because so. actually the last two years, because we had Hamilton last year and we had the Harry Potter one the year yeah. before, and so Ruthie and I sitting in our basement kind of knew what <laughs> probably yes. what was going to win everything. And I don't so think that is, be rather really exciting don't actually, actually if we don't case. know. It'll be an exciting night. Yeah, it, it always is. Hope so. Anyway, we'll speak to you again, Julian, before the night. Thank you very um, much. In the build-up.
That was Julian Bird, the Chief Executive of the Society of London Theatre. And if you enjoyed that podcast, well, why not listen to some of the other podcasts that you can find on the site? Just download them. And if you enjoyed them, why not rate them, review them, tell us that you liked them and subscribe. I'm Alice Arnold. Goodbye. <laughs>